Trading in futures products entails significant risk of loss, which must be understood prior to trading and may not be appropriate for all investors. Good morning, everybody. It is Tuesday, May 31st, 5.58 a.m. Central Time as I speak here. July corn futures down three and a half, 773 and three quarters. December corn down four and three quarters at 725 and a quarter. July soybeans up 10 and a quarter at 1742 and a half. November beans up eight and three quarters at 1552 and three quarters. Fresh contract highs were posted in both old crop and new crop soybean futures overnight. July Chicago wheat down 28 cents, 11.29 and a half. July Kansas City wheat down 28 and a half at 12.06 and three quarters. July spring wheat down 17 at 12.87 and three quarters. If you guys are listening on the podcast, as always, appreciate it. Leave me a rating, leave me a review on that Apple app in particular. Could certainly use a few more of those. If you're watching on YouTube, guys, subscribe to the channel, like these videos, leave me a comment, let me know what's going on in your neighborhood in regard to weather, crops, all of those things. If you'd like some additional assistance or information from me, go to my website, www.standardgrain.com. Check out my premium subscription service. I send my premium subscribers a ton of information direct from me every single business day. My morning email goes out before 6 a.m. Central every day. That includes every overnight headline you need to be aware of, uh, charts, graphics, weather information, all of my grain marketing recommendations. My daily subscriber-only videos are included here. I did one on Friday regarding uh, uh, 2023 corn and soybean budgets. My friend Chris Barron from AgView Solutions uh, joined me, and we did kind of a, uh, a just very preliminary discussion of what this stuff might look like when it comes to the 2023 crops and uh, grain marketing budgets, that sort of thing. And then yesterday, I had my weekly uh, weather video out. So usually on Sundays and, and this week, Monday, because of the holiday, I had my weekend weather video out. I do this during the growing season. I talk about weather and what I think it means for the markets. Sometimes it matters a lot. Sometimes it doesn't. But I do that every week from uh, the first part of May through at least mid-July or so. So if you guys are interested in this premium content, sign up today, 50 bucks a month. No other fee, no other obligation. Nobody will try to sell you anything else, I promise. Weekend rains hit North Dakota, South Dakota, Minnesota, some of uh, northern Nebraska. I would venture to say at this point, following these rains, that corn planting in most of North Dakota and most of South Dakota is effectively done. Uh, the final planting date for a good chunk of those two states, the Dakotas, was last Wednesday, the 25th. And I think there was a lot of activity uh, last week. They were fairly dry in a lot of those areas last week. But I think now that these rains have hit and you've got some uh, wetter conditions, here. Um, corn planting may be effectively complete in a lot of these areas. Now, there may be some pockets that miss the rain that might have another few days, but you're getting uh, far enough past that final planting date where it, it's probably going to make sense to switch to other crops. Minnesota could be a little bit different. Most of Southern Minnesota, your final planting date is today. So if you're a farmer who has not planted corn in, in uh, Minnesota and uh, you'd like to do it, you probably still, you know, you guys still got some time. You could do it for another few days uh, if you didn't catch the heavy stuff over the weekend. So uh, we knew that there were going to be uh, some switching and uh, things out of corn acres in, in these areas. This is something that's been widely discussed, but uh, those rains over the weekend probably put a stop to corn planting in a lot of uh, these areas. Radar this morning, you've still got a little bit of rain lingering over North Dakota, parts of Minnesota, and then um, kind of a stronger looking system over parts of uh, Iowa. It's kind of central moving its way toward eastern Iowa, uh, northern Missouri, a little bit of uh, eastern Kansas as well as some rain on the radar here this morning. Uh, you look at the next seven days, a lot of Oklahoma, 
Oklahoma, eastern Kansas, Missouri, and this west central part of Illinois going to be wet. Everywhere else, you know, up to an inch, inch and a quarter of rain uh, accumulated over the next seven days. North Dakota, notably dry. Uh, a lot of Minnesota, uh, the northern part of, say, South Dakota, notably dry. So, you know, there's still some areas certainly that have to wrap up uh, planting. We'll get a, an update from uh, USDA in regard to crop progress this afternoon. Vladimir Putin says he's ready to facilitate unfettered grain exports from Ukraine's ports. Uh, Putin spoke with Turkey's president over the weekend. Grain exports out of Ukraine were discussed. The Kremlin said in a statement following the meeting, uh, they said this, During the discussion of the situation in Ukraine, emphasis was placed on ensuring safe navigation in the Black and Azov seas and eliminating the mine threat in their waters. Vladimir Putin noted the readiness of the Russian side to facilitate the unhindered sea transit of goods in coordination with Turkish partners. This also applies to the export of grain from Ukrainian ports. Uh, This Reuters piece that I'm citing here did not mention Western sanctions or Western sanctions being lifted as part of this deal. Uh, But I still think that that's uh, probably the issue here. I think the White House or Biden mentioned something about this last week, and they said we're not going to lift sanctions. So my guess here would be that Putin uh, is not going to let grain flow out of Ukrainian ports without some sort of sanction relief. Uh, That would be my guess. If the trade really believed that this was going to happen anytime soon, uh, I think wheat would be uh, much lower than it is this morning. I think the corn market would be, you know, 20, 30, 40 cents lower, something like that. I know the wheat market's lower this morning, and I saw this cited as being the reason, but it, it only takes like a light breeze to move the wheat market 30 cents these days. So I wouldn't read too much into this, but we've got to continue to watch this because if this does does change and uh, there is grain that flows out of Ukraine and those ports at some point. It's it's a game-changing factor, in my opinion. Now, maybe kind of along the same lines here, European leaders have agreed to a partial ban on Russian crude oil. So these are additional sanctions on Russia. So this probably doesn't bode well for getting uh, grain out of Ukrainian ports. But in any case, these new sanctions would forbid the shipment of Russian crude to uh, EU member countries by sea. There is going to be a temporary exemption for crude by pipeline amid a request from Hungary. Uh, European Council president said this over the weekend. This immediately covers more than two-thirds of oil imports from Russia, cutting a huge source of financing for its war machine, maximum pressure on Russia to end the war. Uh, They still have to agree on all the details and size and scope of this. They're going to meet on Wednesday. But crude oil futures trade sharply higher on this news this morning that nearby July uh, WTI contract posted fresh contract highs on a continuation basis. You're still about 12 bucks from where uh, the market peaked uh, post-invasion. Large money managers or the funds uh, reduced their length in the corn market in the week ending May 24th, according to CFTC. They were net sellers of 45,000 contracts on the week, down to a net long of 267,000. This is the first time funds have been net long less than 300,000 contracts of corn, I believe, since October of last year. So they've reduced their length there a little bit. They were probably buyers uh, after the reporting period uh, last week. Funds were net buyers of 17,000 contracts of soybeans, still long, about 159,000. That's a pretty hefty net long uh, estimate, or net long as of last Tuesday, about 25,000 contracts of SRW wheat, which is a uh, a fairly uh, hefty net long in that market as well. Uh, in the cattle market, we saw some cash trade, uh, pretty much same deal on Friday last week, 137 in the south, 140 in the north. The boxes were higher on uh, Friday. The U.S. dollar is higher, uh, sharply higher, actually, ahead of the cash open here. The S&P is down 
13 points. The Dow's down 120. Bonds are off more than a full handle. Gold's down eight bucks. Um, we've got crude oil up $3.50 in that July WTI contract, 118.53. Everybody have a great day today. Talk to you guys same time tomorrow.